Hello and welcome to the Invent Right TV show. My name is Andrew Krauss. I'm one of the co-founders here. We have one of our coaches and former students, Keanu Alfaro. Keanu, welcome. Thank you, Andrew. And we have our negotiations coach, uh, Paul Sorensen. Paul, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. So we did a video talking about how did Keanu go from being a new student with Paul and a part-time baseball coach to being a super successful inventor and an amazing InventRight coach. Um, and we already did that video. You can, you can watch that video if you like. This video is going to be talking about what's Keanu's plan and maybe Paul, he doesn't need Paul anymore, but um, <laughs> and Paul's probably very honored by that. Um, and what are Paul's thoughts too about how does Keanu keep the success going? And maybe Keanu can talk a little bit about some of his thoughts about taking things to the next level. Maybe he wants to work in some different industries. Right now he's a lot in knives. So Keanu, um, what, what is your, I mean, maybe you haven't given a lot of thought. You're like, damn, I keep licensing these knives. Let's do more of that right now. Maybe you got some other thoughts, but how do you keep the momentum up? I'm going to throw like 20 questions at you here. How do you keep the momentum? And we can cover those or other things. How do you deal with so many companies with so many products? Because you're doing playing the volume game now, right? That'll help anybody if they want to get there. And how do you focus on products that make more money, make you happy, you know, uh, fulfill you all that sort of stuff what are your what are your plans for your career as an inventor yeah thanks andrew so you know i look at it two ways number one i'm, I'm always trying to close deals that i consider the lowest hanging fruit and so for me it's my bread and butter industry the knife and tool manufacturing industry so i'll continue to try to close deals and i'd set a little bit of a mm, goal for myself of trying to close at least one deal in that industry per month wow. and so that has helped me continue to Gain, you know, close deals for this amount of time. And then on the, on the back burner, I have my bigger ideas that I'm trying, trying to build up and get to get out there as well. Mm -hmm. Are those in new industries in the outside the knife and tool industry? Yes. Yeah, so I'm making a significant push in the, uh, I guess you could say, I like to call it Hollywood. Okay. I'm trying to make my break, uh -oh. in but trying to, <laughs> yeah. sounds hard. Yes. But it, the challenge, you know, really, I love it. Good. I love the challenge. I love the process of coming up with those those intellectual properties and trying to get those out to companies. And so I've been having a blast doing it so far. Been trying to start to build up that hit list now, right? Trying to get over. I think I'm over 200 or so in that in that space. Um, the production companies, right? I'm trying uh -huh. to hit, and I feel really good. I I, I believe I'm going to make it happen this year. Are you just as excited about this space? You, you mentioned you're doing a lot. You've licensed uh, over 40 knives. You've been looking at knives since you were 16. You're always fascinated with knives. Um, are you just as excited about this new space? And if you are, my guess is you're probably going to do pretty well. So excited. It's, it's a, a bit of an obsession. It's something that I'm always thinking about. Cool. Um, do you feel like you've already got your organization set up to go bigger or do you think there's any place you can improve? What is your org what are your organizational skills? Is that a place where you could even improve even more? Um, or do you think you're doing pretty well? I'd say I'm doing pretty well. Frankly, 
I only change it if I feel I'm not being very efficient and I feel I'm, I'm, I'm very efficient. Despite how many companies I'm talking to, I feel I'm very organized. I try to keep everything in one place, take my mind off of that part of it, and then focus on coming up with ideas and reaching out to companies. Do, do you find, I'm going to talk a little bit about, not about you just for a sec. Do you find your students really struggle with that, the organization? I mean, creative people, the stereotype is have a hard time organizing, at least early on. Um, do, you, do your students yeah. have a hard time with that? I'd say the biggest problem there is, do I focus on this? Do I focus so they keep continue to jump tasks, right? Mm. You got to figure out, okay, what's what's the game plan? And then knock every single one of those down. And once you get to the end, go back to the start and do it again, right? Mm. That's how I do it. Okay. Uh, where do you think you're weak? I mean, you can always be better. Right. Where do you think and it might just be a little weak or what have you? Um, it sounds like you're going for some projects that could potentially pay off bigger uh, per project than the knives. Quite a bit bigger. <laughs> is that accurate? That is. How accurate. does that make you feel? Is that exciting? Very excited. Yes. So, again, uh, what comes with that, though, is the price you're going to have to pay with your time and uh things that you're going to have to do to, to get into that industry. And so, but again, that challenge, that challenge excites me. Uh, been, been, uh, had the door slammed in my face and, uh, that, that is a challenge in and of itself, a really big challenge that most of my students, most people, I, I would say, aren't able to get around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the slam door in the face. How, it might be you... hard for you too, because I mean, you're constantly getting traction with the knives, right? So even once you're, you're, you're talking to companies, they're looking at it, they're giving you feedback. They may license some, not license others. Whereas this new industry that you're going into, um, you might just feel like you're getting no traction at times. And have you already started feeling that? How does it make you feel? I would say yes, definitely. But I will say, even with the knife space, the majority of the time I'm getting the door, uh, no, I'm getting, and most of the time, probably if I had to sum it up for percentages, I don't know, it's probably something crazy. 90% of the time I'm getting a no, and then just that 10% I'm getting a yes. So it's majority of the time you're getting a door slammed in your face. Right. That's what I was trying to say is he found that that's normal, and so it's not a, a roadblock anymore. It's like, oh, here we go. It's just I'm doing it right because this is happening. Right. Paul, do you think that his challenge might be, you know, he's been focused for a while now in one industry and in knives. And now I guess it's show business you're going into the category or production companies, you're pitching something. So um, what's your advice for him? It's, it's sometimes students, they'll, they'll work on four different projects in four different in industries. That that can be difficult. What's your advice for him or anybody that's working in multiple industries, which we, we're not against. We're actually for, you know, sometimes it's nice to spread it out two, three, four industries. Um, some people can handle that, some people can't. I think one of the big pros to doing that is, especially if you're doing them simultaneously, is say that you're working on a new screwdriver, and so you're calling all the tool companies and your other ones a new crescent wrench, and it's all those same companies and you just call them all today and you can't call them all again today. And so now the second product has to wait for another day. Whereas if it's in a different category, man, you just keep on trucking, mm. call your, that other set of companies and 
it really adds to uh, maximizing your time. And, you know, one of the benefits to staying in the same industry is that you get to know people. But if you're serious, especially like Keanu is in, in the volume he's doing, is it's not going to take long to have that same network in another category. And now all of a sudden you've really upped your game because now you have all the benefits we talk about of staying in one category, in one industry, you've got it in two or three or four. And that's when you really become a serial inventor is when you do. You have a network in multiple different categories. And Keanu's doing something that I advise students to do sometimes. Like they have like a, a pretty solid industry that's not too hard, at least in his case, he's figured out he's kind of he's kind of got the knife industry down. He's got relationships. And then you got your treasure chest project for him. It's the movie business and pitching some of this, this uh, things like that. Um, and it's nice to have both. It's a very different. And it sounds like Keanu's going to grow a lot, I think, from doing such a different industry. And I think he's like open to learning and curious and playing with it. I mean, Keanu, is that is that the case? I mean, like you're curious about it. You're you're not freaked out about it. You're you're into it. Like, can you talk about your mindset there so other people get in that mindset? Yeah, I'm genuinely curious about this new industry. It's like a new horizon, a new adventure in and of itself, because every industry has its own quirks and own way of doing business. So every point of contact that you're about to hit is they've got a different sheet of check boxes that they're checking off, right? When you when you go talk to them, and so different, kind of slightly different set of rules um, uh, in terms of licensing products. The game plan is still the same, but once you start talking to companies, it's a little different. And so that's what I'm meeting head on now and just learning the little nuances of the, of the new industry I'm trying to tap into. What would you advise people if an inventor is new and they got a treasure chest, a difficult project, treasure chest project, and then they got a simpler project, let's say the knives in the movie business. Would you, I mean, it must have, licensing your, your knives must have built your confidence. Maybe you were just incredibly confident your entire life. I mean, I, I remember uh, talking to you before you licensed, I think, did you license a few knives? Any knives? And and I, I sensed some difference in you. Would you recommend that people start with a simpler project first and then go to the really difficult one? We have people that start with the difficult ones. What are, what are your thoughts there? I would definitely start with a, a smaller project because I, I've learned so much in that process of closing all of my smaller deals and and yes, I've certainly gained much more confidence. And also, when I, now when I go talk to certain companies, I, you know, I have a little bit of that under my belt when I go approach them. So I have a little bit more credibility to me now when I can, kind of use some of that. It, it helps. It can help get you in the door. Do you find that yeah. to be true too, Paul? Yeah, I agree. The concept is the same. It's a matter of exercising that concept a couple times before it's really uh, ingrained in you, and then you do, you have just an added measure of confidence going into any uh, category because it's the same thing. Like Keanu said, there's slightly different rules, but it's kind of the same process. And more than anything, you start really learning what's normal, what's not normal. Things that got you down before don't anymore because you're like, oh, there it is. Every single time it does this, 
and you know you're not doing something wrong. And uh, to the point of a simpler product, um, I recommend that all every single time, even if somebody is hardcore wanting to do a complex product in the beginning, um, they're going to learn the concepts a lot faster doing a simple product. And then after they do one or two simple ones, now you have a little bit better skill set to start working on a little more complex product. So. Yeah. I mean, if embedding's part of who you are, you wanna you're gonna be doing it forever. You could put the harder project off for six, eight, ten months, work on the simple one, get your basic skills built up, and come back to it. Uh, I think though, sometimes people are so worried that somebody's gonna steal it, but it's such a great idea. Somebody, which it could happen, but if you got a simple idea and a complicated one, I think getting the basics down. Uh, more than likely, most of you have been thinking about ideas for years or even a decade or two. So what's the chances somebody else is going to come up with that in eight months if you want to get those skills down and then apply those new skills to have the highest chance on that project that might be a little bit more important to you? You don't have to. We got people that come on board with us with a really difficult first project and we'll make sure they do everything right. You guys will. But um, it's just a little bit harder or a fair, a fair amount harder. Really? <laughs> it's a lot harder. It's a lot harder. Yes, it is. You're learning and tackling something more complex. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Keanu, I'm going to ask one of these really annoying, like, interview questions, like job interview type questions. Where Where do you want to be five and, oh, my God, guys young as you, 10 years from now? What would be, what would make you happy? Oh, five years from now, hopefully I will have licensed several different projects in the, the Hollywood business industry. Right. Um, and by that time, so five years math, math is escaping me. I can't do the calculations, but I was going to try to calculate how many more knives I will have licensed in five years as well. But my goal is to just continue to license uh, at least one uh, deal a month in that industry. And then, like I said, in the, the Hollywood scene, I, I'd love to be, uh, I, I would really love to be in that industry. Do you see yourself getting a new a new physical product category as well at some point after you've played around with the Hollywood thing for a while? Well, I could certainly see myself going there as well, but I'm really singular focused on on yeah. that. You know, my computer, one new thing at a time. My Fusion 360, that's my CAD software computer, right. died on me, and oh, so no. I use that's what I use to to make knives, and so it it's it almost seemed serendipitous that that shut down on me and it forced me to work on my <laughs> Hollywood projects. <laughs> um, so I've, I've li very literally been singular focused on, on that industry right now. Okay. Okay. 10 years, 10 years doing the same thing, you know, it's just uh, uh, double those numbers, right? The same exact thing. Uh, and I've, I've really very clearly made up my mind. This is what I want to do. And these are the industries I want to do it in. Five years from now, I could completely change, but right now I'm... See, that would put you at about 30 years old, so you'd have your whole career ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to congratulate Keanu because I, I talked to him a while back, and there were people in your life that wanted you to go get a jobby job, right? And you said, no, this is what I want to do. And uh, I encourage you to follow your passion. It doesn't, it's easy for me to encourage somebody, but you did it. So I just want to congratulate you on following your passion. 
Um, I, I, I believe in you. Paul believes in you. The whole team does. You're pretty amazing. Um, and uh, I think inspirational to everybody watching to follow their, their passion, whether it's part-time or whether it's full-time. So thank you. Thank you. That really means a lot. Paul, anything you want to say? Boy, it's just the textbook example here. Came on was a, a new inventor, went through the training. I remember him having that conversation. We had that conversation several times about different people kept telling him, you need to get a job. <laughs> yes. And I probably told him that too. It's like, you probably ought to get a job. <laughs> still to this day, I, I still get told, you know, I think as inventors, Sometimes we want to go ask everybody around us, is this the right thing? Is this the right project? Is this the right thing we should be doing? Right? But we, all of us coaches, uh, have agreed the only opinion that really matters is the market, the potential licensee, the one that's going to write the royalty checks. And so I really, I only show my loved ones my ideas after I've licensed them because <laughs> it was getting problematic where I was asking, you know, getting their opinions. So figure out what you want to do. If you don't know how to do it, find people who know how to do it and then go out and do it and don't listen to any of the naysayers. Nice. I think that that's the, you're kind of the exception to the rule because that is one of the great things about learning the invention, the licensing model is that you don't have to abandon your day job. You can do it, like we said, in 20 hours of your time, maybe even 30 from inception to when you're calling companies, you can do it. You don't have, you can do that at nights and weekends. And so it does make it such a real thing that anybody can do because you're not being asked to put this big risk out there. There's not yeah. your job and there's not spending hundreds or even thousands of dollars of your money um, to do it. Well, and, and Keanu had a situation where his overhead was pretty low. So he just went for it. Some people, you know, if you got five kids and they're in, some of them are in college and you got a big mortgage and all that, he's young. So he just kind of went for it. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're not, you're 45 and you got five kids and all these expenses, okay, maybe you can take your day job and wait for the money to come in. But that's not the situation he was in. So it really right. depends. That's all the more reason why people ought to look at licensing as a as a path forward, because if you do have five kids and a mortgage and two cars, two and a, right, and yeah, it, uh, licensing gives you that freedom to to tr to test the market mm -hmm. for very low uh, cost up front and, and time. You can try it out when you have the time. Uh, otherwise, if you were going to try to venture it, you know, if, if that one product doesn't hit, right, what's that going to set you back? Mm, kids, I, kids, are, I, kids are out on the street. <laughs> I just barely got off of a call with one of my students who's a internal medicine doctor, and he's learning the licensing uh, play because, and he said it right out. He's like, "I'd like to get to where I don't have to come to work at the hospital anymore." So it's for everybody, not just if you're young or if you're not in this high-level occupation. It it doesn't matter who you are. The licensing model work. All right. So, um, Keanu, Paul, thank you so much. I want to remind everybody to take care, keep inventing. Catch up with you next time. See you guys. Bye.